Genesis chapter 41. And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river. And behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kine and fat flesh, and they fed in a meadow. And behold, seven other kine came up after them out of the river, ill-favored and lean-fleshed, and stood by the other kine upon the brink of the river. So interestingly enough, these could actually be hippopotami, because they're called sea cows. Yeah, river cows. Because, yeah. you know, you don't expect to see cows in the river. That's I mean, something's gone horribly wrong. They don't, they don't, they actually don't like that. And the ill-favored and lean flesh kind did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kind. So Pharaoh awoke. And that's the other thing. Hippos are known to, they can sometimes eat each other, I think. So, makes sense. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like pigs in that sense. Sometimes they sort of... Pigs eat each other? Occasionally, yeah. Oh, that's like, isn't that that one book that, um... I don't know. And he slept and dreamed the second time, and behold, seven ears of corn came upon, came up upon one stalk, rank and good. And behold, seven thin ears, and blasted with the east wind, sprung up after them. And the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. Like, man, corn eating corn, cows eating cows, things are going crazy. And he sent and called for the magicians of Egypt, and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. I used to imagine, like, the guy, he's just like a street performer. He's like, dude, I just do card tricks. Like, I don't, <laughs> can't do this. Come on, man. Lord of the Flies, that's the book I was thinking about. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was wroth with his servants, and put me in ward in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream, and one night, and I and he, I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was with us a young man, a Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each man, according to his dream, did he interpret. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored unto mine office, and him he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent, and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself, and changed his raiment, and came in unto Pharaoh. Imagine probably took a shower, too, because I'm sure that didn't smell good. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered to Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of a river. And behold, there came up out of the river seven kind, fat flesh and well-favored, and they fed in a meadow. And behold, seven other kind came up after them, poor and very much ill-favored and lean-fleshed, such as I had never saw in the land of Egypt for madness. And the lean and the ill-favored kind did eat up the first seven fat kind. And when they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, but they were still ill-favored, as at the beginning. So I awoke. And I saw in my dream, and behold, seven ears came up in one stalk, full and good, just in case you weren't paying attention. <laughs> and behold, seven ears, withered, thin, and blasted with the east wind, sprang up after them. And the thin ears devoured the seven good ears. And I told this unto the magicians, but there was none that could declare it to me. And Joseph said unto Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh was gone. God hath showed Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good kind are seven years, and the seven good years are seven years. The dream is one. And the seven thin and ill-favored kind that came up after them are seven years, and the seven empty ears blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. What God is about to do, he sheweth unto Pharaoh. 
Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt, and there shall rise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land, and the plenty shall not be known by the land, not owned in the land by reason of the famine following, for it shall be very grievous. And for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this. Let him appoint officers over the land, and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. And let them gather all the food of those good years that come, and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh, and let them keep food in the cities. And that food shall be for store, to land against the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, and the land perish not through the famine. The only thing is it still doesn't work. Like, he's taking a fifth of what comes in those good years, so he'll have seven fifths, which is decent, but is that enough to make up for seven bad years in a row? I don't know. I mean, I guess it must be, because that's what happens. Spoiler alert, but still. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh, and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God hath shewed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See that I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, and put it upon Joseph's hand, and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen, and put a gold chain about his neck. Seems a little pre pre preemptive here. I mean, maybe make sure things go bad in seven years to make sure he was right, because, you know, won't you feel silly if seven years from now things are fine? And it's like, well, what were we doing this for? You were wrong, bro. And he made him to ride in the second chariot, which he had. He did also tell the story after the fact, so who knows how much of a probationary sort of period he did Maybe he was just rolling in it and didn't care. Yeah. Which he had, and they cried before him, bowed the knee, and he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zapnath Paniah, and he gave him to wife Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. And Joseph went out all over the land of Egypt. And Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the... I mean, good for him. I barely graduated when I was thirty. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. And in the seven plenteous years the earth brought forth by handfuls. And he gathered up all the food of the seven years, which were in the land of Egypt, and laid up the food in the cities, the food on the field, which was round about every city, laid he up in the same. And Joseph gathered corn as the sand of the sea very much. You should know what that meant. And he left numbering, for it was without number. Which is good, because, like, I would hate to count every single kernel of corn. That'd be so much. And unto Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came, which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bare unto him. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for God said he hath made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. In the second, name of the second, he called he Ephraim, for God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. In the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of Egypt were ended, and the seven years of dearth began to come, according as Joseph had said, and the dearth was in all lands, but in the land of Egypt there was bread. 
And when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said unto all Egyptians, Go unto Joseph, what he saith to you, do. And the famine was over all the face of the earth. And Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians. And the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all the countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn, because the famine was sore in all lands. End of the chapter.